0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. The budget is in exactly four weeks from today and given the soaring cost of energy, it could prove to be just as monumental as the emergency budgets and support packages announced at the start of lockdowns in 2020. Just as households will need support, so will small companies and even large ones who face a doubling and tripling of their energy costs almost overnight. So, what should we expect over the next few weeks? We'll hear perspectives from small and large companies, and we're going to start with the employers' lobby group IBEC. Good morning, Jared Brady. Good morning, Jared is the chief economist at IBEC. Jared, the economy was booming for mid-sized and larger companies at the start of this year. How would you describe things now for Irish larger companies?
1: I think. Um Excuse me, Joe. I think um, it's fair to say that uh, for for most companies now, they're looking at the winter ahead with trepidation. Um, particularly, we've seen energy costs, both in terms of gas and electricity, um, more than than four or five times higher than what we would have experience in the normal year for most of our members now even those who had who had an option to fix or fixed uh, at lower prices maybe last winter are now running out of those contracts and facing into 2023 with as i said four or five times energy costs so we, we've talked to small shops facing energy bills going from fifty 000 euro a year to closer to 150 200 euro a year and we've talked to large energy companies who are facing bills Uh, increases in bills in the tens of millions. So we're looking at really significant challenges on the energy front, and at the same time, lots of challenges domestically too, in terms of lots of new labour market changes coming from government that are going to add costs Particularly, probably for the SME sector rather than for larger businesses, um, and all of those challenges together mean that we're seeing in our in our budget submission this week uh, that look, the government's plan to run a surplus is the right one for now. But should things continue to deteriorate as they have in the last six or eight weeks on the energy front, um, they may need to give up that target and do a lot more over the winter period, both for households and business, in terms of direct support, because things could get could get quite in terms of an energy affordability crisis.
0: I mentioned in the papers, Jared, that you feel that some companies might have to shut down permanently or at least parts of their business due to this energy cost. I mean, there will be some people that are saying you're a bit of a Cassandra on this.
1: I suppose if you look at the, the wholesale energy markets um, and, and that's the price that companies pay, they, they pay the wholesale price for the most part. Um, in a normal year, you'd be paying 50 pence a term for, for gas and electricity has moved by similar numbers. That went up to two hundred and fifty pence a term in June. It's now this morning as we speak at eight hundred and seventy five pence. So it's gone from 50 to eight hundred and seventy five over the course of the last year or so. And so for this winter, companies are really, really looking into a a fairly bleak outlook in terms of those energy costs. And for some, particularly energy intense companies where energy could be 10, 20 percent of their total cost base it's not possible for them to carry some of those costs. And we know, and we know for that reason that government are looking at a, a state aid package for business, which which is going to be cleared uh, and announced soon, and, and we hope in advance of Budget Day, actually. Um, and there will be supports across the board. But for, for many businesses, as with many households, there are going to be struggles this winter. We're saying, look, there need to be supports. There's a limited amount of funding going to be available, uh, even if we have a more expansionary budget than than we think we might have now. Um, and those supports need to be targeted at the companies most in need, uh, particularly in the energy intense sectors. And um, when we think about energy intense, a lot of people think about big companies, big manufacturers, but also Places like retail, where you have a lot of cold storage, a lot of refrigeration, and some of those other sectors as well are, are going to really, really be challenged with higher electricity and, and heating costs through the winter.
0: Now, the, the budget, as I said, is coming up in four weeks. Um, is energy the only show in town in terms of impactful announcements that you expect to see in it?
1: I think there will be a, a huge focus on the energy piece. And um, we've asked for for different measures. Um, and look, there's a focus needs to be not just on the short term energy affordability crisis that we're going to go through this winter, um, but also on those longer term measures that are really important for businesses. Um, you know, the investments in education, in research and um, in social areas that are really challenges in terms of attracting and, and retaining staff like housing and childcare. care. Um, there are is going to need to be progress and all those long term challenges as well as the kind of short term piece. And we fully costed our submission to say, okay, how do you make sure that that split is is even? How do you make sure that you have enough spent on the energy crisis, a robust response there, but also that you keep an eye on those investments, particularly in areas like childcare, which are really biting now on on households uh, and housing and and the rental market where they're really biting on households and biting on the ability of companies to continue to attract talent and retain workers uh, in the country. Because we hear from lots of companies now, a major challenge after energy costs is they can't keep young people in the country because of the cost and availability of rental uh, rental accommodation.
0: So in many ways, it is similar to where we were two and a half years ago when the government might have to just simply just open the checkbook and pay huge amounts of money to keep the economy going over the winter?
1: I don't think we're back to to COVID levels. You know, we we talked about 30 billion over over three years during COVID, which obviously... um, which obviously was an enormous amount of money to, to for the government to, to be engaged in but the plan is for the government to go back to, to running a surplus this year we've been lucky because mainly because of corporate tax actually and partly because of income tax and vat bouncing back too but but that corporate tax number has led to the government having more money than they expected and um, much more money than they expected and therefore a plan to run a surplus if you listen to, to Jackson Hole over the weekend, which is where all the global central bankers gather in Wyoming to discuss um to discuss the future of of global interest rates, they're talking about big hikes in interest rates globally now. Which will slow the global economy. Indeed, and if uh, that's the case, we, we may need to see more expansionary fiscal policy over the over the winter period. And we will be, we'll be
0: talking about the ramifications of Jackson Hole uh, with Lee Evans uh, in the markets. Jared, thank you very much for joining us. That's Jared Brady, the chief economist and head of national policy with IBEX. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.